Hello, everyone, and welcome to Check the Net, Impact 89FM's own college basketball podcast. I'm your host, Colin Pearson. I'm joined today by my co-hosts, Kylie and Derek. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. Doing fantastic. All right. Well, let's just jump right in then. Uh, First off on our docket is the preseason games. So last episode, we finished our conference previews. We talked a little bit about some of the upcoming preseason matchups. And I'm excited to say we finally have a few games to talk about. Yes. So excited. Um, I will say we are recording the pod, this podcast on Tuesday. So we in the studio have yet to see the Utah-Colorado State game on the women's side, as well as the St. Mary's and Hawaii's game on the men's side. Um, those are both later this week for us, but those will have already happened by the time you guys are watching. So I highly recommend lo- taking a look at those um, scores. Should be good games there. However, there have been a few games that have already happened starting with one of the most anticipated games in women's basketball of the year, the crossover at Kinnick. This was Iowa-DePaul in front of an all-time women's basketball single-game attendance record of 55,000 in their football stadium outside. I mean, honestly, what a game. Amazing. I love it. Um, So the big highlight, I think, we can all agree. First of all, Iowa beat DePaul 94-72, Pretty good game. Iowa really just showcasing their talent there, mm-hmm. particularly with Caitlin Clark, as we mm-hmm. all expected. Yep. Uh, Caitlin Clark had a triple double. She scored what thirty four points? Was it? Yep, she was thirty four points, eleven rebounds, and ten assists. Wow. Very impressive. That's that's, that's impressive stats. Um, so I mean, you can't argue with Caitlin Clark, but I think the big picture with this game and what this game's kind of going to tell us for the rest of the season mm-hmm. for Iowa is is Caitlin Clark the only dominant force on this team or does she have backups? Mm-hmm. That's like always my big thing with Iowa mm-hmm. because last year she had some decent post players that were able to kind of help her out on yeah. the down low with rebounding and they, she was able to dish to them. So kind of looking at um, what's going to be coming up this year, the second highest point tally was from Molly Davis who scored 13. And that's, in my opinion, that's still a, that's a huge disparity. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is going to be coming from Caitlin Clark. And, I mean, they said five of the players on Iowa ended in double digits, which is which is awesome. However, yeah. none of them were higher besides Caitlin than 13 points. Mm-hmm. And I think that Iowa is going to need another breakout major scorer. Yes. Because these teams have figured out that Caitlin is, is going to be a big part of Iowa and exactly. a big part of their mm-hmm. success. Six, success, especially seeing the rebounds and the assists just along the points. Those are just as important. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they need someone to break out and be able to score the same way that Caitlin Clark can, or else I think they are going to be facing some issues this season. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Somebody really does need to step up because they're going to be able to start singling her out, sending double teams, triple teams her way, and if she can't like get out of that or break those and not score as much, somebody needs to be able to step up and score. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, with 34 points, 10 assists, and 11 rebounds, that's just like showing the whole entire league and all the conferences that she's back and she's ready to play. So, I mean, people need to start guarding her, and they will, but hopefully someone I will be able to step up and take that slack off of her. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, if if she doesn't have some backup, we're just going to see a Zach Eady versus FDU <laughs> matchup where <laughs> FDU just kind of, you know, yeah. the smaller mm-hmm. team, as long as they play the strategy right and keep defending Caitlin Clark, there's not much Iowa can do. Right. Yeah. And, and so then, I'm yeah. worried about that for Iowa. Yeah. And then another big thing for Iowa is we saw in the tournament was foul trouble. Because if they oh, get Caitlin Clark into foul trouble early, that's going to cause huge issues mm. from Iowa. So I just think there's just a lot that of work that needs to be done. And I mean, I think these girls are ready to step up and help mm. her out. Like, I'm not going to say that they're not ready. However, I just think that she needs some support in all mm. facets of the game. Because so, if, they, if they get her out, then it's... You know, we'll really see how strong Iowa is without her. It's going to yeah. be a little bit of a timing thing, too. Like, we're just mm-hmm. going to have to wait and see how they play and how they're able to react and, like, how they mesh together. So that's just more of a timing thing. Yeah. Wait the season starts. Yeah, it was their first scrimmage. So, I mean, there's still mm-hmm. a lot of time left. It was first scrimmage. It was outdoor yeah. in a kind of chilly football arena, pretty yeah. windy, according mm-hmm. to the weather forecast. Like, I mean, you, you can take it all with a grain of salt, but it's, right. it's nice to be able to see a little bit there. Yes. A little bit of a preview. Mm-hmm. Um, there were also, um, although there were no like public scrimmages on the men's side, there were a few secret scrimmage results that were leaked, and apparently we had some really great games. Uh, but before we get into these, I just want to state 
um, for Impact 89's sake that Check the Net and Impact 89 FM do not support NCAA rules being broken, such as the leaking of these scores and stats that we're about to talk about. I'd also like to state that because they're leaked, we don't know for sure if they're true. We really have no real way of knowing. Um, but we're going to treat these as factual. Um, that's that's all I'm going to say there. Uh, pretty simple. Um, <laughs> but first off, one of a game that I didn't expect to mm-hmm. see a score leaked from and a game that I really didn't expect to be a good one. Maryland versus Cincinnati was a very close um, scrimmage. It sounded like 74 to 70. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're looking at, you know, a Maryland team that just missed the poll and a Cincinnati team that's moving up from the American to the Big 12. Like, that's that's a big deal for mm-hmm. both of these teams, I think, to have that close of a game. Um, which team do you think that projects better on? Definitely Cincinnati, um, especially moving into an extremely competitive basketball conference. Yep. If they're able to compete with with a team that is is solid in the Big Ten, typically, mm. um, if they're able to compete, in my opinion, I think I think that they'll be able to do better than what everyone's projecting them to do in the Big Twelve. Exactly. I think that like them going into a new division and having that seed, them putting up seventy points is a very very good look in their way. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's just gonna that's just show us how good they're going to be, and that we should look out for them into the next year with the standings. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, Maryland, they're a they're a good team. And I mm-hmm. after watching yeah. them last year, all year. Like, I think they're going to be a good team again. I do think Cincinnati got the better look on this. And Mm -hmm. moving up from an American conference where they still weren't the best, you know, Mm -hmm. we saw Houston and Memphis battling it out every year. We didn't really see Cincinnati up there in the basketball world. Yeah. And I think, (laughs) give them a look in the Big 12. I don't Mm -hmm. think they're winning it, but with with a game like that, I think they can actually compete in the Big 12, which was a big worry of mine. When they moved up. No, definitely, yep. yeah. Um, the other big game that I want to talk about that kind of was <laughs> a very interesting um, score result, and I'm not really as interested in the score itself, uh, but Georgetown played Wake Forest, and as some people know, um, Epps was a transfer to Georgetown from Illinois this year, mm-hmm. and reports are saying that he scored 46 points. That's a lot of points. On Wake Forest. For real. Which (laughs) is just insane. They ended up winning Mm -hmm. 81-77. Kylie just wrote that down for me. Thank you. Got your back. Um, But 46 points. Like, first of all, Illinois is losing a big guy with that. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, And to Georgetown, nonetheless. And Mm -hmm. how how do you get 46 points in a preseason scrimmage like that? That he is must a have lot been of cooking. Yup, yup. <laughs> that's a lot of his hands on the ball, mm-hmm. which is gonna give teams a look because that's very telling then for yeah. Georgetown where their strategy is gonna lie. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is it telling or is it just like a little deflection? Like, hey, True. we're we're giving it to Epps. We're giving it to Epps, mm-hmm. and then first game of the season comes around and he doesn't get the ball, and yeah. Epps is like, you know, <laughs> getting a bunch of assists, dishing him off. Could you know, be. it could be that. And I think we'll just have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Georgetown, pretty good team overall. Uh, they they scored big with yeah. getting ups. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And I mean that literally and figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's jump in. Um, this episode, we really wanted to talk about the AP polls, which the women's uh, one just came out. The men's one just came out for the preseason. And with next week not being an episode, we really wanted to get these down and just talk about them. Talk about some of the overrated teams we think are on these, some of the underrated teams, some of our predictions there. Mm-hmm. Um, right before we get into the season in two weeks, I mean, mm-hmm. we are yep. we are right on the cusp. I'm so excited. So Let's go. We're going to start with the women's preseason poll, and I'm not going to read through it. You know, I'll read through the first few. Um, LSU was the highlight. They were number one, um, 35 votes for number one. UConn was number two. They received one vote for number one. Mm-hmm. And Iowa was a very clear number three. Uh, mm-hmm. No votes for number one, but a very clear number three. So we're looking at those three. Um, after that, we get like UCLA, Utah, South Carolina, Ohio State, Virginia Tech, all those schools. Um, what kind of stood out to you guys as the overrated teams in this poll? Because I know there were two in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, 
who are you guys looking at though? Um, I am looking at Illinois. Realistically, over just how they played and kind of their record to me, their record is eleven and seven, and and their losses are to some teams that they should be able to be competitive with, but they weren't this year. And I think the ranking should reflect that, but it doesn't. I think it should be a little bit lower. They're kind of a little overrated to me. And if they play some play better and better talent coming into this next year, I'll be like more excited to more excited to watch them and like re, like rep with them. But the record is showing me that they lost to those certain teams that they should be kind of winning against. So I'm not gonna rock with them until I see better talent or a better play from them. Yeah, no, I agree. I was looking at Illinois as well. I just don't think based upon and since the Big Ten is so competitive, and I think just based upon what they did last year, that does not warrant a top twenty five ranking yet. Mm-hmm. I was also looking at FSU. So Florida State is ranked eighteenth. Um Looking at what they were doing kind of last year, 12-6 and six in the conference, which, I mean, the ACC is really good for women's basketball. Uh, they lost to the 12th seed in the ACC tournament, Oof. which is, that's that's a rough one. Ouch. That was and, Wake Forest, right? Yeah, Wake Forest. Oh, and then they ended the season on three losses, which is not necessarily a way you want to go out. Um, it'll just be if they picked up some young talent, and it'll be if they have the you know senior leadership and seniority to back that up mm-hmm. but yeah. i just think as of right now that's too high of a ranking for them yeah. if yeah, they earn it 18th right now like that's mm-hmm. that's right. too high that's, for a team that yeah. did that at Absolutely. the end of last exactly season. if they earn it then awesome like i'd love to see them be up there because that's not a team you typically see mm-hmm. doing that well but um i just think as of right now it's it's way too soon for them to be in the top 25 yeah yeah florida state for sure Illinois is definitely the one that stood out to me as well. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. like, looking at it, I don't mm-hmm. care who Illinois picked up. They were a mm-hmm. first-four team that lost to Mississippi State mm-hmm. last year mm-hmm. in the first four. Yeah, They really only won two good games last year. They beat yeah. Iowa and Nebraska, and neither of those were, like, crazy wins. You know, Did those Nebraska aren't... make the tournament? Nebraska, I believe, did. Okay. Um, Iowa, they beat 90-86. It was a close game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nebraska, they beat barely... And then a week later, Nebraska took them down by 33 points. <laughs> like, Yikes. For that, they're ranked 23, but they don't have any any evidence in my mind to have them ranked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe receiving votes because they're playing in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. But yeah. looking at who they have to play early on, too, they, they're playing Marquette and Notre Dame early. No, like no. those two teams yeah, are no. just gonna smoke them. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's not gonna be a pretty season for the Illini, especially no. early season. Yeah. Congrats for being ranked. I don't think it's staying that way. No. Yeah, All I right. completely agree. Um, the other team I was looking at, Ole Miss, um, because they only lost to ranked teams last year for the most part. I get it. You know, I get why you would rank them. Mm-hmm. But like ranking them 12 feels way too high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're um, up there. They're ranked 12. I get it. The SEC is hard. It just keeps mm-hmm. getting harder, though, and I don't think they're one of the teams that are making it harder. Yeah. You know, they took down Gonzaga and Stanford in the tourney. That's yep. that's big. You yeah, know? Stanford's but, a big win. Yeah. But I still don't think they no. deserve the 12 seed. You know, mm-hmm. maybe low 20s. Okay, okay. You know, yeah. somewhere around that 20, 21, 22 spot. And mm-hmm. what's interesting is they're ranked above Stanford. That's really interesting <laughs> Which is really interesting. Stanford's yeah. at 15. Wow. I think that's a little too low yeah, that's... for Stanford. <laughs> a consistently good program, but I guess we'll get into that. I mean, yeah. Stanford did have some transfers away. Had some transfers, had some losses. So I would I would put them at 15 probably. That's where I would. Okay. Yeah. I think a little higher would still be good. They still have a little bit of a... Um... I think they can prove themselves first, yep. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Set the bar a little bit low is better okay. than setting it way too high. I understand that. Yeah. No, legitimately. <laughs> like Illinois. Straight up. Yeah, yeah, Illinois, Ole Miss, like, Yeah. No disrespect on the Illini, but mm. the AP poll yeah. was... No disrespect on any of these teams, yeah. like straight yeah. up. But oh, like, fully. just from our perspective, <laughs> it just doesn't seem very... Uh, going to be in a positive direction for mm-hmm. any of them. Yeah, but talk about the positive direction. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the underrated teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all wrote down different teams this time. We did not all write down like Illinois. <laughs> um, we weren't consistent. <laughs> I, know, I know I personally was looking at Creighton who mm-hmm. Creighton's ranked 22. You know, they're not mm-hmm. like unranked. I think they deserve a little bit of a higher spot though. Um because even though they had a little bit of a rough start to the season last yeah. year, they ended it with a ton of great games and they have a pretty easy schedule before getting into Big 10 play or Big East play. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. they play like Nebraska, Michigan State, Wyoming. 
those will all be big wins to get. Mm-hmm. But I think they get them easily, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Um, in addition, they have six seniors this year. Like That's the seniority lie. on That's that team should be just dominant mm-hmm. over some of these other teams. Yeah. And, you know, age helps. It, it, it does. No, it does. They experience. experience yeah. yeah. Age and experience, like they play a big role. And when you have that many seniors, you're going to crash and burn next year, but this year is a great year, you know? Yeah, that's like that's like South that's kind of like the South Carolina. Last year they lost six seniors. Like they mm-hmm. they're rebuilding. Yeah. So, I mean, they're still ranked up there, but um they're at six. They got some good recruits. They got some good, got some good recruits and transfers, but I mean, if they're going to have if Creighton's going to have a successful year, it is going to be this year for yeah. sure. 100%. Yeah. So that's my underrated underrated uh what about you guys? Yeah, um, I was looking at Michigan, and so what's so crazy to me is that they received no votes <laughs> in the AP, and that's that's, that's insane because they consistently make it to the tournament every year. Mm-hmm. They do pretty well in the Big Ten. I mean, not top of the Big Ten, but they're a good like, team. Top yeah. four in the Big Ten. They're consistently a good team. Yeah. Um. You know, every year you got people losing people, but they picked up some decent recruits. Mm-hmm. And I just think, I just feel like they should have at least gotten votes at the very minimum. Also, though, I feel like they have just as good of a case, if not a better case, than Illinois being in the top 25. Mm-hmm. Because they won their first game of the tournament last year. And they were ranked, I think, why do I feel like they were like an eight seed mm. they uh, were Michigan in was that a range. six seed. A six, oh mm. better than i thought they yeah. were in a good range for it for a seed especially you know in the tournament so i feel yeah. like i don't think they've they've lost good players but i just don't think anything exponential that warrants them getting no ap votes <laughs> and not being in the top 25 yeah, at least lost, from 20 to 25 yeah. somewhere in there yeah. they lost in the second round last year to lsu like that's yeah, not a bad the, loss the, yeah, that's LSU, the winning yeah. team yeah mm-hmm. and i mean you look at it I don't get how they didn't even receive any votes. They were yeah. ranked 25 in the coaches poll when that came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, tied with that Miami. Makes sense. Like, yeah, it it makes sense to put them at the bottom, but yeah. like, not getting they votes. deserve yeah. to at least be getting votes, let alone being ranked. Like, exactly. That just means they're just gonna come out and surprise everybody. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Then yeah. they'll hit the top 25 because that's typically what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my team. <laughs> so I agree with Michigan. I actually really like that take. But for this one, I chose Virginia Tech just because they had a very, very good start to the season, and they had a very really good record last season, went thirty-one and five and fourteen and four in conference play. Mm-hmm. And they also played really big names like LSU and Ohio State. They lost to LSU by only seven points, though, and they beat Ohio State by ten. That kind of just shows the talent that they have on their team and good coaching as well. So I think that's a very, very solid pick. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, they were a Final Four team last year. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, yeah. Exactly. They're, just, they're a solid team. Yeah. And yeah, if they got some big returners coming back and, and if they're playing a tough schedule too, that helps so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no. I that's that's a good take for sure. I agree. They shouldn't be ranked underneath Ohio State. I mean, they beat Ohio State last year in the tournament mm-hmm. by ten points in yeah. the Elite Eight. Like yeah. they shouldn't be ranked under Ohio State by any means. One hundred percent. Even one spot. Like Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say before we move on, I want to point out an interesting one. UCLA ranked at four. Um, I just don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. Like, that's just one of those I don't know how to feel about it, to be honest. Um, That'll be interesting. They're either going to live up to that four or they're going to crash and burn and be out of the top 25 really quickly. Yeah. So it's an interesting one to look at. I was Mm -hmm. not expecting it at all. So yeah, definitely I, didn't yeah. expect to see them there. Yeah. Definitely didn't expect to see Utah right underneath them. Oh, yeah. yeah, Utah's another one that's that's interesting. A lot I, of these. I are would have put Utah above UCLA by yeah. all means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I probably wouldn't have put either of them at four or five. I would have no. put them at eight nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's you know, fair. That's a good spot for them. Yeah, they're good teams. They deserve mm-hmm. to be in that top ten. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of flexibility in the preseason poll. Yeah. Yeah. On who makes it in that top ten? You know. Mm-hmm. Like preseason, we don't honestly know, you know. So yeah, it's all at guessing it, at this 100%. point. We haven't seen any of the teams yet. It's gonna switch a lot during the season with like our rankings as well. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. And I mean, speaking of last year and switching around a lot, <laughs> on the men's side, we saw for the first time ever. <laughs> that was not planned. That was great. Good transition. Uh, I, I had to do it, you know. Uh, we saw for the first time ever the one seed in the preseason poll. 
not make the tournament at the end of the year. That was the first time ever. Wow. Uh, that was UNC, God Love North Carolina, <laughs> wow. crash and burn season. Woo-hoo. It just, up. just like they lost control mm-hmm. early on and never, never got it back. Mm-hmm. So that one hurt them. I'll be honest, I don't think we're seeing that again this year. No. no. I think we see not. too many no. good teams in the top. I was suspicious about North Carolina last year from the beginning, and mm-hmm. uh, they yeah. proved me right. Uh, maybe not. I would have assumed they would have been like a 20 ranked at the end of the year, not, mm-hmm. you know, unranked, not, <laughs> not making the so tournament. Not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they they definitely weren't as good of a team as they uh, they tried to, to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This year... I think Kansas as the number one is absolutely as good of a team as oh one hundred percent as they look yeah. like it. Yep. You know they received forty six of the first votes. There were actually five teams that received votes for the number one overall, which is really interesting to me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Duke at number two received eleven votes. Fair. Uh, Purdue at number three received three votes. Mm. Michigan State at number four yes received Ooh. one vote. <laughs> Marquette at number five received zero, which is really interesting. interesting. And then UConn at number six, the defending national champion, received two votes. Um, After that, we saw Houston, Creighton, Tennessee, and Florida Atlantic, which I could be wrong. This might be the most conferences we have in the top ten in a preseason poll ever. I feel like, Um, yeah. And if you extend that to top 15, we add in another, I believe, one or two conferences because Gonzaga is at 11. Mm-hmm. Like, we're looking at just a lot of random teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're looking at, yeah. you know, the Big 12, the Big East, the ACC, the Big 10. The We're, we're looking at just about every conference out there. Mm-hmm. So many um, good teams in so many different places. I'm so excited. Yeah. 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 If you, yeah, if you extend to 15, we get um, Pac 12 and American and West Coast Conference as well. So, what is that? Eight conferences in the top fifteen, <laughs> which like, is so we're cool. So spread out. So much fun. The you know San Diego State Final Four teams at number seventeen. That one I'm excited Word. about. Mm-hmm. Um, I love seeing St. Mary's still on there. Yep, yeah, yep. right up there with Gonzaga <laughs> at number twenty three. That makes my day. Yeah. Um, there are a few teams I'm confused about though. I'll be completely oh, yeah. honest. One hundred percent. One of those being, and I will just say it straight out. North Carolina is back <laughs> on the preseason poll. They missed the uh, tournament last year. They didn't like have a crazy recruiting class or anything, mm-hmm. and they're 19. That's just way I, too high. Yeah, that's, they shouldn't be in the top 25. <laughs> they, they shouldn't be in the top 25. I wouldn't even give them votes. No. Like, they mm-hmm. haven't mm-hmm. proved anything. Yeah, literally. They had, Straight up. They skipped the NIT tournament last year after getting an invite. They said, no, we don't want to go. Yeah. Like, I, I don't see... Like coming off of a really bad season Any and progress. then being ranked 19 is insane. Yep. I don't understand. Like, they'll probably stay in the polls. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. Until yeah. they play number nine, Tennessee, Yikes. at the end of November. Yeah. And then they're going to stay out because then they play UConn and Kentucky in the next two weeks. Oh, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> you I think you we're play those three teams. Go. I yep. I don't think UNC is sticking around. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely Honestly, not. Honestly. I think they'll make the tournament this year, but I think it'll be as a 10 seed, 11 seed. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It'll just, I feel like I have to see them. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen them, though. I yeah, have true. to see them first to know if they're going to make the tournament. They might lock in and surprise us, but I don't. I don't, I don't so. foresee that <laughs> happening. Yeah, so that's my number one overall overrated team. Yeah, you know, I agree with I, that one. They mm-hmm. shouldn't be ranked. There's no reason. Yeah. Um, there's two other teams I have on my overrated uh, one of them I feel much more passionately about than the other. <laughs> um, Texas A&M should not be ranked. I'm sorry. They're 15 seed. Maybe, maybe stick them in receiving votes. But mm-hmm. for a team that lost to teams like Memphis, Wolford, Murray State, they lost <laughs> by like 30 to Colorado last year. They lost wow. to Boise State last yeah. year. 
They were upset by Penn State in a tournament <laughs> last State, year. Penn State. <laughs> and their early season schedule, they play like Ohio State, Penn State again, Oral Roberts, Virginia, DePaul, Memphis, and Houston, oh, all yeah, before no. SEC play. That's oh. bad. Texas A&M is not going to come out <laughs> of, oh, yeah. come into that. SEC play with a winning record. No, they're not. At that rate. Like, Mm-mm. I just, I don't see them being ranked, especially no. not 15. No. They played too many good not. teams. And they didn't play well against bad teams last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it. I'll be honest. They were no. seven seed in the tournament yeah. last year. That made sense. But, and then they lost. But they lost <laughs> their to Penn first State. game. <laughs> exactly. There's they just don't... so many reasons why you can't. Exactly. Why are they ranked? Yeah. Why? And I understand Penn State was cooking at the end of the season. Oh, like, absolutely. legitimately, yep. like, doing so well. But at the same time, like, you're a seven seed. Come on now. Yeah. You should be able to beat a 10 seed. Yeah. I, think, I get it's March, but like, yeah. come on now. Penn State, honestly, is one of those teams where I wouldn't be surprised if they start receiving votes pretty soon. Like, I'm surprised they didn't. Yeah. In general. Because they were a good team. Yeah. But Texas A&M. Absolutely why? Not. Why yeah. are they on this? Why are they on Insane. this poll? Straight you know? Insanity. Uh, the third team I want to talk about, Villanova. Just, I don't know. I think Maryland gives them the upset on November 17 early on. Mm -hmm. I think Kansas State and UCLA both take down Villanova early December, and then they face the wrath of a Big East season (laughs) where Mm -hmm. every single team looks good this year. I mean, we're looking at every team down to St. John's, who is currently ranked 10th but just got Rick Pitino to be coaching. Like, yeah, I... I can't realistically see Villanova ending in the top half of the Big East. Mm-hmm. No. And like ranked, just, I get it, you know. I understand why we would rank them. They're a good team. Mm-hmm. They have yeah. a lot of history. Yeah. But I don't know. I would have probably, if I had full control, which I don't, <laughs> um, I probably would have put them in receiving votes just yeah. because there yeah. are some other teams I could see beating them. No, for sure. I mean, but I feel like, their ranking for what they are isn't too outrageous. No, they're twenty second. Like yeah, it makes sense. That's not extremely outrageous, but like But I don't Yeah. I don't see them staying there. And I feel like a lot of there. it is like based off of history. Like I feel mm-hmm. like with a lot of these teams and I'm gonna go back to North Carolina <laughs> yep. because with a lot of these teams it is based off of how they are historically. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's like what I'm seeing. So yeah, I feel like definitely. if exactly. you're good historically, then you're gonna be in the AP poll yep. at the beginning of the season, no matter what. Yep. If you're good historically or if you had a breakout season last year, you're in. like St. Mary's, yep. like, I don't know, USC is ranked yep. 21. They'll be good this year, They'll though. be good. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. Florida Atlantic's 10, San, San Diego, Diego State, State at 17, yeah. Creighton at 8. Like, I exactly. get it. All these teams should be ranked. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are also other teams that I would be. put above, maybe, yeah. no, based for sure. on how they look for this season compared to how they performed last season. Yes. Right. And so like going off of being good historically, I'm going to get really upset about why is Purdue ranked in the top five? Now, I'm not trying to be super hater. However, they lost to a, they were the number one seed to lose to a 16 seed last year. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I just don't understand it because Based off of that game, you're not, you're going to tell me that other teams have not figured out how to beat Purdue. <laughs> like, it, it was all strategy. Yeah. All there strategy. Was, there was no like element of like, oh my gosh, Purdue just had a really bad luck game. Yeah. Purdue mm-hmm. played a good game for Purdue. Yeah. But FDU just out-strategized them. They yeah. outplayed them by strategy alone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> you don't Why think these talented... every other team pick up on that? Exactly. No, everybody you, yeah. saw it and they know how to stop them. So it's should exactly. be easy this year. In a way, you in don't think those talented coaches are going to be like perfect? Like he figured it out, he did it. Mm-hmm. This is how we're going to do it. And yeah. in a competitive conference, the Big Ten is competitive. Yeah. They're ranked right above Michigan State, a very competitive team. Mm-hmm. So you're going to tell me. Uh, it's just so frustrating. I, I, now, do I think they should be ranked? Absolutely. I think yes. top ten is solid. I just don't mm-hmm. think top five is right. I would put them probably mm, anywhere from like six to eight. I think that's fair. That's fair. That's Absolutely. extremely fair that's for them. Fair. I just don't think top five is. I mean, yep. they were, they were ranked one a lot last year, mm-hmm. and it was just too, it's too much. 
that's too much. Yeah. I, I'd rather go safe than sorry and put them lower because I just think mm. that's way too high of an expectation. Yeah, I mean, we see the exact same thing in men's and women's. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Purdue and Iowa, the number three spot. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. they seem to like to put those teams with one good guy. Yeah, yeah. right there one in that three solid spot. Player. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, what, what else you're going to do? True. They're a great team. You know, stick them up there. They deserve that top 10 spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But where in that top 10? It can we, vary. We have to see. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just, I don't, I just don't understand it. And then I'm going to call out Houston real quick. They're ranked seven. Um, they're going to be good. However, I think that they are very overrated for the conference that they're going to be in this year, That's which fair. is mm-hmm. the Big That's 12. Fair. Fair. So competitive. And I just think that they're not prepared for it. They're not in the American anymore. It, yeah, they're not in the American <laughs> anymore. Like, welcome to the big leagues. Like, this is real basketball, real big basketball here. Yeah. So I just think they're going to struggle. And it's fine mm-hmm. to struggle. It's a transition year. I understand. But I just think that seven is a too high. high for I a mean, transition yeah. year. I, I agree with that to some degree. But also, we watched Houston in the non-conference games last year smoke on ranked teams from the Big 12, from the – Big Ten, you know, mm-hmm. like Houston has shown themselves mm-hmm. in individual yeah. games. Right. It's a yeah. matter of a full Big 12 season that exactly. worries me. Exactly. A mm-hmm. competitive conference season. And I mean, they lost still relatively early in the tournament last year. I mean, yeah. all the one seeds were out quick. Yeah. yeah. And so they... last year's tournament Very is a whole nother year. story, though. I don't <laughs> right. know if we can. <laughs> I'm still going to base it because that's like what I can base it off of, of where I am now. Mm-hmm. If we see UConn winning a tournament, we know it's a weird year. <laughs> and I we've mean, had a lot of those recently. That is yep. true. But yeah, those are kind of my call outs for, for overrated, not overhated, however, though. Yeah. Derek, what do you got? Uh, <laughs> I'm calling out Purdue as well. Yep. Yep. I I really just I don't like them as much. That's just kind of my personal opinion. <laughs> but it's just not a big fan of Zach Eady. I don't like him as a Michigan State fan. I just can't. But <laughs> I mean, they've always had good tournament performance and Big Ten performance. They were number one. But losing to a 16 seed is kind of embarrassing for how like hyped up they were all year and yeah. how good they were and everybody mm-hmm. was talking about them in the media and the press and they just kind of was underwhelming. It, their run was just very underwhelming to me. And now since they kind of they're kind of showing now how to stop them and how to beat them and how to lock them up. I think they could. A lot of teams could easily do that. They have enough talent, enough size to stop Zach Eady in their um, in and out play as well. So, yeah. I think they could be easily stopped in the tournament by a lower seed again this year. And I'd be actually happy to see that. But yep. there's just no way I think Purdue should be that high. They should be at seven and eight, six to eight range would be good for them. They should be in the tournament. I mean, should be in the rankings absolutely, but not that high at all. I'm yeah. easy to bump them down. Real. Hey, last time we saw a 16 beat a one seed. That uh, that one seed came back and won the tournament the next that year. Is yep. true. That was Virginia. That is true. UMBC, <laughs> um, the uh, the Chesapeake Bay Retrievers from UMBC. That's so good. Um, That's awesome. And they, like, I Virginia just, came back and won the Natty the next year. Yeah. Purdue. I just don't see that happening with Purdue. There's I a reason I didn't list them on my overrated list. Colin thinks they're gonna win. I don't oh, think they're gonna win, but I okay. think they're gonna be Colin. that top three team again. They're going to be a competitive team all throughout. Oh, they're going to be, oh, they're competitive. Gonna be competitive. MSU yeah. top three though. MSU is the team that could beat them. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. I think oh, I think well. obviously Big Ten. It's always competitive. There will be some upsets. Mm-hmm. Purdue will go one and one with a few teams. Yeah. Purdue only plays MSU once, and that's going to be who ends Such up in the higher seed in the tournament. It's not yep. here. It is Sad. in Purdue in Sad. March. We're still going to cook though. It's going to be Absolutely. a wild game, but. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, as far as underrated teams, though, though um, we picked out three as a group. I'm going to go with Maryland. Maryland, Agree. Um, they're not ranked. Yep. They are ranked like 30th if we're going by receiving votes. Um, they could start 12-0. I'll be dead honest. Mm-hmm. This team, yep. they really don't have to face a ton of, like, insane, insane talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a nice little workup into their season. Uh, later on, they they face Purdue on January two. That's like their first real ranked like big matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to get to twelve and zero though, they have to face Villanova, Indiana, Penn State, and UCLA. Mm-hmm. Um, Indiana, I'm not worried about, not at all. They lost all their good players. Yep. Yeah. Um, Penn State, good team. I think Maryland takes them down. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a mm-hmm. whole lot of competition there. UCLA, I have no idea what to expect. They're young. They're yeah. they're a very young team, they're young so again. it just depends. Yeah. And Villanova, I said it 
before, I'll say it again, they're not as good as 22 no. seed. They yeah. need to be lower, and I think Maryland takes their spot when mm-hmm. they beat them early on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, take. that's my take on Maryland. I think they deserve that spot. I think they're underrated. Agreed. Get them on those rankings. No, for sure. I was very big on Maryland in the tournament last year. I mean, mm-hmm. I know they ended up losing. I think they lost Alabama. Um, but I was still like, if any, like, if they were, if Alabama was going to lose early, it was going to be to Maryland. It was going to be. It was going to be to Maryland. Absolutely. Um, because Maryland's always solid. Yeah. But I was looking at another Big Ten team. Shocker, shocker. Um, <laughs> I was checking out Wisconsin, who. Again, like Alan said, if we're going by what they like receiving votes, they're ranked 26th. So um, I just think that they belong in the top 25, especially mm-hmm. over like Illinois. Who's 25? Who's 25? Yeah. Why? Can we just pause for a second? Why is <laughs> Illinois ranked on both polls, even though they didn't do anything worthwhile in right. either men's or women's basketball last year? Yep. And Illinois lost the the guy who scored 46 points. <laughs> exactly. For they lost yep. Epps. Like, why are they ranked 25? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right. Anyway, continue. That's one more to our overrated. For that. Yeah, right. that is that is insane. Um, over. But continue. Yeah. Wisconsin. 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 <laughs> Had to take a break. Um, Alabama lost a lot of people. Um, Baylor. I just I don't know. I just don't think that they're better than Wisconsin. USC, I think, is a good spot. I think Wisconsin could be ranked around them now, but I think USC mm-hmm. will climb during the season. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be good. Um, but Wisconsin, they have a mix of experience and new players to the team, which is yep. a really good combination to have. Now, I will say their record does not really attest to, like, in my opinion, how good they are or how good they're going to be. They're 10 and 15 over... Oh, sorry, 20 and 15, my bad. 20 and 15 <laughs> overall. 20 win season's pretty good. Um, however, they were 9 and 11 in conference, but... They were they fell right behind like Penn State, Northwestern, both tournament teams, both solid tournament teams. Um, they lost to the NIT champs in the semifinals, so word. Um, they barely lost to Purdue in season. They yep. beat Penn State twice. Mm-hmm. They beat Maryland and Iowa tourney teams, and they beat Marquette in season. That's a who big deal. was a two mm-hmm. seed in the tournament. That's a really big deal. Um, they did lose to MSU, word, but um, <laughs> they they beat Marquette. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of returners. Wisconsin has a lot of returners coming back. Yeah. So I just think that with all of that in mind, they should be ranked in the top 25. I would say 20 to 25. And they, I think that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. They definitely look like a solid team. Yeah. Yes. And they'll be fun to watch in the Big Ten. And I am excited. So yeah. yeah. In conclusion, rank mm-hmm. Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love to see. Thanks for coming to your TED Talk. No yes. problem. Yes. Uh, I appreciate it. Derek, you wrote down... One team that I had also written down and yep. I didn't want to talk about first. I wanted to let you and hear what you had Come to say. I appreciate Because I didn't have a whole <laughs> lot of reasoning and you seem to have a lot written down. Got a lot. So go for it. Okay. So I am choosing Memphis as my underrated choice this year. And I think they had just a lot to prove coming into the season with them having a great conference record in 13 and 5. And they have also really good talent. A lot of mm-hmm. seniors are on their team as well. So they have a lot of good talent from last year coming back. And Houston is gone. So, I mean, now they could just Bye-bye. take over that conference. So, yep. I don't really see a lot of people that are in their way. So, I mean, I think they should take the conference right over and just ride off into the sunset. So, that's why I chose Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> Taking over the American. There goes Memphis. Love you know, um, I, I'll be completely honest. I think they're coming into this season with a vengeance. Mm-hmm. Um, they ended the season. They beat Houston in the American Conference Championship last year, taking the tourney title yep. um, from tourney Houston title. in their last Woo. year. Uh, they beat them 75-65. It wasn't even a close game. Memphis Heck was yeah. just, sure. just dominating them a whole Heck game. Yeah. And then they it. lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament to Florida Atlantic sad. by one point. So the sad. final four team, Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic is joining their conference. <laughs> That's so and revenge. That, oh. that makes me so excited. Yeah. Because even though they don't play Florida Atlantic until like late February and Ooh. early March, I think that game is going to be the game of the season. Ooh. And Memphis going into that is pissed. Mm-hmm. They, I know, yeah. they lost oh, yeah. to them by one point. They could have just had the easiest track to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. They could have, mm-hmm. you know, made it without Houston. Yeah. They could have proven themselves, and instead yeah. they lost by one point in the first round to that team. Mm-hmm. It's revenge time. That's what it I it's revenge, revenge time for season. Memphis. Uh, Memphis is looking for a lot of revenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I will say about Memphis, 
Texas A&M is the only other ranked team they'll play other than Florida Atlantic mm-hmm. as of right now. Um, I see Missouri, Michigan, Virginia, uh, VCU. I think Virginia might be a toughie. Virginia will be a toughie. I think Missouri will be another one because they were a good team in the tournament last year as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Those will all be tough games. I think they beat them all. I I really do. All of those seem like reasonable wins for Memphis. You know, Memphis is just a good team. I think a few of those wins in in the rankings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and then I think we have a ranked matchup between Memphis, Florida Atlantic Ooh. when it comes February. That'll be fun. When it comes March, you know, See, that's, that's going to be. Puts a smile <laughs> on my face. That's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm going to call it out right now. I want it. I'm manifesting it. I really, really want to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hopeful. Yeah. But That'll be, manifesting yeah. it is great. I love yes. that. <laughs> Manifest. Derek, you got one more team written down. I think yeah, we all Yeah, I need you to read this it. word for word from the document. Okay. Well, so to start, um, I chose the Michigan State Spartans. Word. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, I know we're number fourth in the AP polls, which is amazing. Go green. But, go white. Go white. <laughs> but I think our team is just, I think we're just a lot better than Purdue this year. I don't see why they're above us, probably just because of the histor- historical thing from last year and them being number one. Mm-hmm. But Michigan State's roster this year, I'm on the hype train. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. They're so much better. <laughs> yes. I think they're so much better, and we need to have that number three. That's all I'm saying. We should be number yeah. three and not Purdue. Let's bump them out of there, get them to number four. Real. I mean, we're just a better team. Go green, man. Go oh, white. White. In Derek's words, I don't like it at all. Um, <laughs> that's exactly what it says on the document. Um, no, so great. Picked up my Izzo shirt today. So excited. Yeah, it's it's going to be yes. a great season for Michigan State. I'm really hoping, you know, knock on wood for all of us. We're all we're all hopeful over <laughs> here. You know, go Spartans. Um I do want to talk about, before we move on from the AP polls, um, I, I titled this segment Two Sides of the Same Coin because <laughs> yes. really, I have two questions, and they're very much opposite and similar questions. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is, is the AP poll still worth considering as the top-ranking system, even with the coaches poll and some of the other ones out mm-hmm. there? And then the second question is, is the AP poll bad because of the voters or because college basketball has gotten more unpredictable? Hmm. Because we talked a lot more about like overrated, underrated teams, teams Mm -hmm. that why are they on there? And we can't find any reason for them to be there. Mm -hmm. Teams that have lots of reason to be there that aren't. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's just talk for a second. Why, Why is the AP poll so... Bad. off right now <laughs> so yeah. bad and I, bad. I get yeah. it it's preseason you know yeah preseason's unpredictable mm-hmm. like but at the same yeah. time it's a little more predictable than what we just read over like, no we kind of tore yeah. them up a little bit with their rankings like we were just <laughs> going know. in on them and I, I just like i think historically looking at the ap poll versus the coaches poll i find the coaches poll so much more credit like credible 100 because these are people that are playing against these teams these are people that are watching scouting mm-hmm. other games other teams this is what they do for a living. I trust their opinion so, so much. Like, mm-hmm. I like there are some great coaches in college sports in general. So mm-hmm. that's why I always just trust the coaches poll more than the AP poll. I don't, I take it, I take the AP poll with a grain of salt for the most point. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. But I do agree. Like, college basketball has gotten more unpredictable, but that doesn't mean our rankings have to get more unpredictable. <laughs> sometimes it's okay to go with predictable, yeah. and sometimes it's okay to go with. You know, looking at teams like, okay, they're going to be good. But, oh, they might lose to this randomly ranked, really bad team. Okay, that happens. It's basketball. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. you adjust the rankings exactly. accordingly later in the season. That's fine. Yeah. I just... Especially with a preseason, I feel like you should be going with the predictable, the obvious teams that yes. are obviously good. Yeah. You know? Like, we shouldn't be putting in North Texas Carolina, A&M. Texas a yeah. <laughs> Like, maybe put them in at the very bottom if right. you want. But, yeah. like, These and I get it. It's like crazy. everyone's mm-hmm. voting and all that. Why are there so many people voting for North Carolina mm-hmm. to be up there? They're right. not a good team. No. Yes. And, you know, maybe they'll prove me wrong. Maybe I'll eat my words here. But I don't think they'll be ranked come week three, and I don't think they're going to be ranked the rest of the season after that. Mm-hmm. No. Like, no. The AP poll, they just, the voters, they want the blue bloods. They want the attention. Yep. They're the press voting, and they're trying to make big news. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. They're trying to, yeah, I think they are. They're trying to make a headline, make a story mm-hmm. like, oh, we put this team in there. Like, oh my gosh. And I don't know if they're trying to get hype around basketball again. They don't need to. There's plenty of hype There's around college basketball. Hype. We, don't we need all any love more college basketball. <laughs> so I don't know. I just feel like it's it's useless. It's senseless. And mm-hmm. I'd rather see more publicity on the coaches' poll side yes. than the AP poll. 
I completely yeah. agree. The coaches pool is just kind of what I look at more. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, they're coaches. They play this game. They've been around for so long, and they know what to look for. So why was, why wouldn't we listen to the people that are in the games, exactly. and play the games, and coach good teams? Like, it's just really, really simple. The coaches pool is just better, and I don't know why mm-hmm. we're looking at the AP poll like this. It's just the coaches are better. They know what they're talking about. They know what they're saying. They know what to look for. We should go with the coaches poll. It's it's not that hard. Right. Me. Yeah. Y'all, I think uh, we need to check the net poll rankings every week i think we can honestly <laughs> pull this together you know do a little bit better than ap mm-hmm. i think we could to uh, be yeah. fair i definitely I'm, I'm not setting the you know standard high enough at mm-hmm. the coaches pool because you know that's a lot of voices that's a lot of yeah, people it, who it know what they're lot, talking about yeah. ap doesn't seem to know what they're talking about no, right now no and, they don't uh, a lot of yapping yeah. A lot of Illinois. <laughs> Why? Again, what's with the Illini? I'm sorry. I respect the Illini. I have no disrespect. Yeah, no, Illinois, great state. But gosh, great why state. are they ranked? Not bring up the team. <laughs> Put Northwestern in there above Illinois. Like, honestly. Yeah, honestly, yeah. for basketball, their I'll men's team that. at the end of last season had was good. They were mm-hmm. doing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. So... So anyways, <laughs> moving on a little bit. Uh, so we won't have an episode next week because it's our fall break. Uh, but we're going to talk about the next two weeks. We've got some scrimmages to watch. And then we're getting right into the season. And the hype is here. We're Yay. so ready. Um, on the men's side and on the women's side, we've each picked out some games. Um, on the men's side, there aren't a whole lot of public ones. Um <laughs> Realistically, secret scrimmage. Just, there really isn't a whole lot there. Um, uh, yeah, let's start on the women's side. Um, Kylie, what game did you pick out? Yeah, I was looking at USC Ohio State. That's gonna be a good one. That's a top twenty-five game. Mm-hmm. And I called at the beginning of the uh, when we were doing our Big Ten. I called Ohio State being a front runner in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. So, and I think them going up against USC, who has a lot of young talent. For the mm-hmm. women's side, picked up the number one recruit in the country. Um, I think it'll be very telling for each of those teams how they're going to do. I hope it's a close game. I think it's going to be a close game. I think yeah. it's going to be competitive, and I'm excited for it. I think Ohio State's going to come out on top, but I I'm just ready for some good basketball. And um, yeah, and I think if Ohio State can beat this team, I think they do have a chance of taking the Big Ten title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And we'll talk about that one a little bit more in two weeks uh, when we get Woo. to it. Because November 6th is the first day of the season officially mm-hmm. on yes. NCAA. That game will count for stuff. I mean, we're, <laughs> it counts. <for> it counts. <laughs> you know, when we when we watch some of these other games that we're talking about, uh, the one I'm going to mention, like those those don't officially count yet. Mm-hmm. But they're still, you know, telling games. Yeah. Uh, Derek, I see you picked out USC, Ohio State as well. Woo. Amazing mm. game. Like, it's just going to be an amazing yeah, game. Yeah, like, it is. I mean, Ohio is coming in with just like a lot of veterans and a lot of great players, and they were great last year. And USC has a bunch of young talent. It's just going to mm-hmm. be like maybe this would be a nice tournament matchup later on, a little bit of foreshadowing mm-hmm. with these both of these teams going to yeah. be around there. But it's just going to be such a good matchup to start off the year. Like, come on, I now. know. I'm so glad they put these two teams together. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be a, such a fun one. Yeah, I think UConn also plays that weekend, yep, but I do. don't know yep. who they I play. Couldn't tell you. So that's telling. Um, if I don't know who they play. Um, so I think that'll be fun. I'm excited to watch Paige uh, Bukers back in action. I say mm-hmm. that like every day, but I'm excited <laughs> about it. Yeah, UConn plays, I just looked it up, UConn plays Dayton on November 8th. Mm. Okay. Um, um, they'll play their first real hard game, in my opinion. On November 16th, they play Maryland. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, which will be a fun game for women's. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, for my pick on the women's side, I picked a game on October 22, that is this weekend. Um, South Carolina Ooh. is playing Rutgers. <gasps> Okay. Oh, and I'm excited for South Carolina. I <laughs> don't remember if it's a public game or not. Oh, I hope it is. Um, I'm going to look it up quick. Go, Colin. I'm trying to see that. Go, Colin. Go, Colin. Go, Colin. <laughs> Go, Colin. <laughs> it's not coming up. Okay, so uh, while Colin's okay. researching that, I got to tell you guys Colin. something real quick. So I turned 20 years old yesterday. Oh, happy birthday. Woo, and for my birthday, I'm wearing this sweatshirt that Colin bought me. He got me a sweatshirt that says Bracketology <laughs> Major on it, and I absolutely love it. What Best birthday w present. Person. Literally, he knows me so well. So Colin Pearson, great gift giver. I, I Are you ready now? I appreciate the shout out. Um, <laughs> we love you, Colin. I am ready now. Yeah. Uh, South Carolina Rutgers is an exhibition. It is public. Yes. Uh, 1 p.m. <laughs> Sunday, October 22 
at South Carolina. That'll be yep. Um, mm-hmm. Big Ten SEC matchup. That's so to so fun. Start the preseason. Always so fun. South Carolina is a phenomenal team. Rutgers has some history. Yep. Like I think it's going to be a good game. <laughs> We're mm-hmm. going to see exactly how good South Carolina is, mm-hmm. um, and we could see how good Rutgers is as well because yep. I think Rutgers. It's one of those questionable teams that we really don't know whether they'll be good or not on the women's side. They just kind of they kind of float around right in the middle yeah. every year, and so we could see a good year out of them. We could see a bad year, but I think we're gonna see which one it's gonna be at this oh, preseason matchup. Oh, for sure, matchup. yeah. And same as goes for South Carolina. We'll see how this new group of of, of girls comes in, what they can do, and how good they're gonna be because they have they have a lot to live up to. With the with the seniors mm-hmm. who just graduated, so I'm excited to see how they how they perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm really excited for is just to see how Very that excited. new team fits together. Mm-hmm. And if Rutgers wins, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> um, Excitement. Yeah, literally. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm rooting for South Carolina. No, would, that's real. Yeah. An easier Big Ten schedule is anything, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, but in all honesty, it should be just a great game. <laughs> I love uh, Colin was like, no. <laughs> absolutely not. I want South Carolina winning that. Yep. yep. Uh, on the men's side, there's a secret scrimmage, <gasps> and they're called secret scrimmages because they're, you know, the secret. teams say that they're going to play each other but aren't allowed to release any results. Mm-hmm. Um, usually results are leaked yeah. or at least some stats or something yeah. crazy from it that happens. In this case, the secret scrimmage that I've heard about it's October 21. I'm so excited. I Yay. really hope a bunch of stuff is leaked because this is North Carolina at Florida Atlantic. Wow. They're traveling okay. to Florida. North Carolina is traveling to Florida Atlantic to play a secret scrimmage. Okay. Um, we're watching a team that missed the tournament last year play mm-hmm. a Final Four team last year, and it is not the two teams you thought. It's yep. completely flip-flopped of what is, we would have thought. Yeah, no, literally. 100%. Both teams are ranked for some reason, North Carolina's ranked. <laughs> Going back we'll to that. We'll see if that. it's worth <laughs> it. If North Carolina takes down FAU, I mean, I I get why they're ranked now, but mm-hmm. like, I hope FAU um, destroys North Carolina. One hundred percent. And that's not me being shady. That's just facts. <laughs> I just want to see the North Carolina hype go. Meow. And just get out of there. Like, <laughs> will we hear about it? Is the real question. Yes, because I think it we is will. a secret yes, scrimmage. We're hundred percent be between these Especially two teams. If North absolutely. North Carolina loses, it's gonna get leaked. Uh-huh. That's that's so true. It, even honestly, if, if North Atlantic Carolina loses, wins, true. yeah. Like I think no matter the outcome, it's gonna get leaked. It's gonna leak. That's a top ten like loss pre like scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's big. So that's the one I'm really watching for. Um. I know you guys both wrote down MSU games. Because we're excited for the Green and White scrimmage this weekend. Yeah, Saturday at 2 p.m., MSU will get at least a half of a win on the day, (laughs) despite the (laughs) fact that we will probably lose to Michigan in football that that night. 2 p.m., MSU basketball (laughs) plays itself in a Green and White scrimmage, which Mm -hmm. means half of a win no matter what. So excited for it. Can't wait. Uh, I'm excited. I'm ready for Lob City. Yo. Lob City. Cohen Carr going to go off. I did not yeah. make it to MSU Madness. I didn't either. It was so insane. I'm so jealous. I'm Dunk pressed. contest looked phenomenal. Cohen oh, Carr's highlight reel is going to be insane this year. I almost mm-hmm. got hit in the head with a basketball. Let's go. <laughs> Win. <laughs> but it was awesome to witness, like, him jumping from the free throw line was insane. the most insane thing I've yeah, ever seen. He, he had a dunk from the free throw line. For those of you who didn't see the video, look it up. Um, I think it made it on Sports Center, despite the fact on it too, wasn't in a game. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which is just crazy. Like, yeah, like he is 18 years old. That is a freshman, and he's doing <laughs> that. Like, insane. The man could score a three point jump or three point dunk. Yeah. Like, in all I'm, honesty, I'm hoping. Oh, I'm hoping he can. I think yeah. that's the way we win the natty is a buzzer <laughs> beater three point dunk. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. That's way too wild the and out NBA there. NBA jams flies from the, <laughs> line to the dunk. Yes. That's that, how it's going to end. That would be amazing. The Fantastic. world would go nuts. I mean, but I don't think it's happening. But yes, it we're is. all excited for that scrimmage this that weekend. Scrimmage. <laughs> we need some good happiness yeah. uh, on campus because so, football. Uh, but And then MSU Tennessee town. is a scrimmage yep. coming up too. Exhibition game. Lower bowl tickets. So excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, MSU Tennessee, very highly ranked teams. Both of us in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tennessee is the nine. Michigan State the four. Yeah. I it should be just a great game. Yes. No matter what happens, 
you know, I want to see how these two teams stack yeah. up. Because mm-hmm. last year they had a secret scrimmage and nothing came out. I know. Wow. How dare they? And yeah. it no hurt weeks. me because I really wanted to know what yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. And so this now year we get it's to see what happened. Because <laughs> they're doing it uh, for Maui Strong. Charity. Um, yep. Charity. Come Love out, it. support. And yeah. I'm excited. It yes. should just be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, Big games. Anyway. Let's get into our final segment because we've been going for a little while now. We've just kind of been rambling about AP. It's uh, a lot. I'm angry about the AP. I don't know what to say. Purdue. <laughs> Purdue and North Carolina are just making us angry Girl, over here. And Illinois. Illinois. I don't, I'm not even angry about I'm Illinois. I'm just confused. Just, listen, there's a lot of question marks above our heads right now. Literally, <laughs> just imagine it. Yeah, it's, it's there. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Full Court Press. Kylie, go ahead and start it <laughs> off. I, oh, I wow. want to see. Colin wants my justification, first of all, on why this ties into basketball. I do, because, yeah. you know, Have you never drank press, Gatorade just, at a basketball game? Yeah, <laughs> drank Gatorade at a basketball game. Because I know I have. I'll be honest. I played I'm, basketball. Yeah. Yeah, but, see, there you go. So I, I guess it ties in. Ties in. I tied in perfectly. A rule is loosely basketball related, and, and this factual. is about as loose as it can get, but yep. we'll go for it's it. It's factual. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just got a glimpse of Derek's, and I'm so excited for his. Um, <laughs> but so mine, because I don't know why. I'm sitting here with my vitamin water, so I guess it really doesn't pertain to this. But I say that Gatorade is better than Powerade. Cue the booze or cue the no, but I am a huge advocate for Gatorade. Don't I don't know why. That's just all I've been drinking since I was a kid. That's Real. all any sporting event I've ever been to has had for the most part. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's the only thing there. And um, Colin, I'm side-eyeing you right now. Yeah, but, he's um, cooking in the dock right now. No lie. He's, he's chefing it up. I, I personally just think Gatorade's better than Powerade. Uh, taste, absolutely. Uh, flavor selection. You can't deny it. There's just so many flavors of Gatorade. Yeah. And yeah. there's Gatorade, like, two. Gatorade, zero sugar. Gatorade, yep. like, there's just so much. The Gatorade cucumber lime is terrible. Yeah, it but, is. It you know, is terrible. Most of, them, it's, it's most a, of their flavors are good. Yeah. It's not get terrible. It's acquired. That's how I think. That is true. That is true. <laughs> but I wouldn't um, drink it again. The, gla- the Was it Glacier Freeze? I used to drink that so much when I was a cool kid. Cool blue is tough, though. Yep. That's my favorite. Orange, orange, like orange lime, like mm-hmm. you know, lemon lime, you know, like the retro. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. those are the staples when you think of like the Gatorade shower at basketball games. You're not saying, oh, he got a Powerade shower. No. Gatorade. Powerade shower. I know I sound like I'm right out the water boy right now. If you haven't seen it, why? it's great but um yeah i'm just gatorade's better than powerade that is the sports drink i of of basketball in my opinion of a lot of sports mm-hmm. but there you go it, it is really to basketball colin don't right. hate on me i'll give it to you <laughs> all right colin what's yours now uh, kylie <laughs> kylie wants to hear mine because i uh i did black it out on the <laughs> he, he blew it out he blew i, it I out did the i blew it out on the dock <laughs> and uh She's about to read this and just go, yeah, there love it is. It. <laughs> there it is. Uh, I got so a sneak peek of it, but. <laughs> my, <laughs> my full court press, I think basketball players should be able to wear fun absolutely, socks absolutely. during the games. Yep. Like, even if it's just like design socks to their school, mm-hmm. we need something fun, guys. Yes. Like, yep. socks are such a huge part of like cross country meets. Everyone wears different socks at cross country meets, and you see like donut socks and <laughs> Shakespeare yes. socks and presidents yep. and whatnot. Yep. Yep. I personally, as a cross country runner, wear a lot of funky socks. Yeah, Ooh. they're fun. And like, I think it just brings out some extra personality, exactly. you know, a little bit individuality. Like, it's nothing that's going to hurt anyone because nope. it's just socks. Yeah. Let them wear fun socks. Exactly. Like as an athlete, because when I played sports in high school, I wore fun socks all the time. Mm-hmm. And like I was known for that at practice. Like, exactly. Do it. Like it's so fun for a game. Like if they're doing like, you know, like a theme or something for like a basketball game, why don't we wear like Halloween socks? Yeah. Absolutely. That'd be fun. Exactly. Like, Christmas socks. Yes. Yep. Christmas. <laughs> like if Tom Izzo can wear that cool sweater, why can't they wear cool socks? Yep. I don't know why. <laughs> so true. It doesn't hurt anybody. It doesn't hurt them. So yeah, what are we doing? Exactly. So They're not true. playing exponentially better because they have fun socks. I mean, maybe, but like. I don't know. If they have jingle bells on them, they might be playing better. You that know? is true. That would, that would be cool. That'd go hard. <laughs> But all right, Derek, Derek, go ahead. <laughs> I love it. Just a very short full court press for me, but yeah. So, I mean, I love concerts. Everybody loves concerts. Yep. Yes, sir. I just went to Drake. It was a fantastic. Me concert. too. But um, just imagine you're at your favorite women's or men's basketball games, and there's just like 
one of the one of your favorite rappers, artists, or whatever just comes out. Like, imagine if you see Taylor Swift come out at a Michigan State basketball. I'd game. start crying. That'd be crazy. Everybody I'd be so would excited. go kind of nuts, and it would just be kind of awesome. But I mean, just like concerts, ticket prices would be insane. Go through the roof, and I mean, <laughs> hey, but I got true. a, I got a student a pass. A I got a student pass. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in there regardless. So mm-hmm. I mean, I want to see that. Just the hype that it'll give to like certain teams and certain players would be just awesome to see. Yeah, and it'll be fun for the students as well. Like, you, how can you not like a a two in one deal, mm-hmm. basketball and a concert. Yeah. Like that's fantastic. At an affordable price because none of us have money. Facts. That's so true. <laughs> Especially, I feel like this would be so good for the national championship. Mm. Oh, that's perfect. Especially for the national championship. Yeah, even mm-hmm. the final four. Yeah, yeah. final like, four. Between the one. two final four games. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, <gasps> oh Colin, you're yeah. cooking. Yep, he knows. <laughs> cooking something up. You know. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> We're bringing it to the NCAA. <laughs> yup, a hundred percent. Anyway. Yeah. In conclusion. Thanks. In conclusion, <laughs> I want Drake at a Michigan State game this yep, year. Yup. Because if we make it to the Natty or anywhere near it, knock on wood, I want Drake there. <laughs> I hope you can hear that knocking in our recording. We'll I really find out do. Later. We'll find I'll, out. I'll find out when I'm editing. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us on this week's episode of Check the Net on Impact 89 FM. Let us know what you think by connecting with the station on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at WDBM and at Impact 89 FM. Reminder that this is our first full basketball season. We're very excited. However, next week is fall break for us students. Thank goodness. Which means we will not be recording an episode. We will be resting and recovering and getting ready for the season. Uh, That also means that this week is our last episode before we start talking about the official start to the season and the games that really matter to records and honestly to the rest of the season. Like, let's be honest, it's exciting. Yes. Uh, So this season's madness, we know. It's only just beginning, and we can't wait to talk about it more next week on Check the Net. Thank you guys for listening.